0: what is up you guys welcome or welcome back to another episode of way to wifey where we talk all things dating and relationships in this modern day so if you are someone who is curious about getting your love life back on track, your dating life back on track. I am your girl. I am an online dating coach where I help women navigate their way through this modern dating wall. So if it sounds like something that you might be interested, please hit that link in my bio. And if you are new here, hit that subscribe button, turn on your bell notification so you will never miss another episode. And if you are watching this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else that you can find podcasts, please leave that thumbs up, five-star rating, and I will truly appreciate the love and support. Thank you so much for everyone who has already done so, and um, let's hop into the episode. Before we hop into, you know, how to attract, how to make him commit, how to be that bitch, let's take a pause a little bit of a life update right now. Um, so I right now I'm living at my parents' house. So this is like not my aesthetics, it's not my scene. I have been living here for like a month or two now. It's been actually like pretty not not as bad as I was expecting, not as bad as I was anticipating. I recently went to New York because I'm trying to find a new job and I love the idea of like a New York me. Like, me- me hitting the big apple, hitting the streets in the biggest city in the U.S., and I visited this weekend, I had an interview, and I have like another one coming up that's in New York City, but like, I got there, I spent the first day by myself, basically, and I don't think it's for me, coming from Miami to New York City it's such a it's drastically different I think that the energy I think right now I'm becoming super in tune with energy and like how I'm feeling in different situations and like the energy that the environment that I'm in with people and with locations and I'm trusting myself a little bit more on how I'm feeling I realized that I don't think I'm a new year girl I, I don't think that it's for me I loved my experience there I loved you know, being able to do my own thing. But realistically, the energy in New York was very overwhelming for me. Um, There is constantly things going on. Every time I visited New York, I didn't go there with the impression that I was ever gonna live there, so I never really tuned in too much about like how I was feeling because it was a good time every time. But I tried to go into the mentality of like, hey, how would I feel living here? And truthfully, I don't think that I would be happy. There's not enough, like, the only time I really felt at peace there was when I was walking through Central Park and like that's not really an everyday thing that you can do. It's just too much going on, it's dirty, there's people everywhere, I could feel too much energy it's, it's circulating. I don't know, not for me, too many rats. I actually didn't see a rat this time, which was disappointing for me because I feel like it's not a New York trip until you see a rat and That was the only time I haven't seen one. This this trip did not feel very New York-y at all. I just kind of like felt like it was very quick. I was only there for two days, but I don't know. The energy there, not for me, but I have an idea of the town that I want to live in specifically. I feel a lot more sure about it after visiting New York, and it is a town in California, but we'll see. I have like I'm envisioning it right now and I can see myself living there and we'll see what happens next. Stay tuned. But let's hop into the episode. Enough about me. How to make your man's commits, okay? Let me start by saying a little bit of a disclaimer. And also, if you're a man watching this episode, um, maybe not for you. Maybe this is not the episode that you want to watch. However, if you want to stay and get a little insight see if i'm spitting facts which i always do you can stay that's fine if you're just here to support love you thank you a lot of my guy friends watch this so shout out to y'all disclaimer first of all we're disclaiming the fact that you cannot make someone commit to you if they do not want commitments period it doesn't matter how great you are it doesn't matter how lovely how hot how much you have to offer someone if they are not in the frame of mind where they are ready to commit to someone they're gonna fumble you every single time and do not let that affect your self-esteem because truly it had nothing to do with you it had everything to do with the fact that he was not ready for a relationship and you did not play a part don't try to stick around and make him see what he's missing when there are so many other guys who are ready and willing to settle down with you. We're scratching that this year. That's not even attractive. It's not cute anymore. If you don't know what you want, if you're not sure about what you want, keep it fucking moving or if he's not sure about what he wants, keep it moving. We're not wasting our time because our time is very precious. I'm a huge Steve Harvey fan. One thing that he has said that has always stuck with me, this has been years now. Ever since I read that book, this... One piece of information has always stuck with me is until a man is sure about who he is, what he does, and how much money he makes, then he's not going to be able to fully commit himself to a relationship because that is like, in a man's mind, that is their focus typically nine times out of ten, okay, in life. If they're not secure in that, they're not going to be secure in a relationship. If they're lacking direction, they're not going to be able to direct to navigate a relationship. They're not going to have the time to invest in a relationship. So until he is sure about how much money he makes, what he does, and who he is, it's not going to work. It could work, but the thing is like you can't expect those kind of people who who don't have those three things figured out. That kind of man is not going to be able to fully commit himself to the relationship in that current phase of his life. So if you're in a relationship where he's not sure about those three things and he's still trying to figure it out, that's fine. However, you can't expect to have yourself a priority in his life when he's still trying to figure out and make himself be the best man that he can be. I used to get super like, not mad, but I used to like not take well to when I was in relationships and like my, man's at the time would be so focused on work and never had any time for me it's fully because he was still building he was in the building phases of his life and i think that's why a lot of men now aren't willing to fully commit themselves to relationships that's why a lot of people are staying single right now i think a lot of men are staying single because they're not seeing the value that women are bringing into relationships so it's like why don't i just stay single focus on myself focus on building myself and my career path and making money and you know dabbling in women whenever i feel the need that urge to do so women I think a lot of women are staying single because like why am i adding pressure to the to my life why am i adding like this anxiety that this guy's gonna do go off doing his own thing but what i think a lot of men don't realize is that when you find a girl who is a down bitch a ride or die bitch she's going to add value to your life like she's going to multiply what you are bringing into her life any woman who is a quality woman I don't even like saying high value anymore I think that term is like so overplayed out but like an actual quality woman is going to be down for you she's going to had so much more value than you can even imagine besides just you know having sex there's so much more that a good woman can bring in I'm going to get into what exactly those things are and that a woman can bring to the table I'm gonna get into some things that you can do some roles that you can play without playing games I do not support the game playing at all but I'm gonna get into some, to some things that you can take away from this to hopefully open your mind up be that wifey ass bitch make him commit make him obsessed with you I swear to god as soon as I started realizing what it is that men want and playing into my divine feminine energy, you know, I just started attracting a lot more quality men in my life. So, I think it's really easy for a lot of women to think, like, especially if you're that strong, independent, boss, bitch, don't need no man for nothing, girl, if this is you, I just, take a second. What does a man really want? Because if he can fully support himself and Hopefully, another person, hopefully, a family, if that's what you want. He's not going to care so much about how much money you're making or what you do for a living. Like, it's just not something that most men care about. And I think that the more men care about what it is that you do for a living, if he really wants you to be successful, what that says to me is that he wants you to mother him. Like, he wants to play into that role, of, like, I don't have to try so hard. The pressure's off my shoulders. Where it's like, I don't. I want my man to be proud of me, proud of the things that I'm doing, I want him to fully support me in everything that I do, but I don't want him to expect me to, you know, pick up the tab. I want to do that because I want to do that for my man, and, you know, we can go back and forth, whatever, but I don't want him to expect that or, like, why isn't she pulling her weight? Like, that's not attractive at all to me, but what is it for you that you want? Don't take it and run. It's whatever is gonna make you happy at the end of the day. We're gonna get into these six things as a very feminine energy, getting back into your divine, making him obsessed with you. These are the six things. So number one, I think a lot of times nowadays, it's really easy for guys to be like, I don't want to be tied down. I don't want to be in a relationship because I think that it's going to drag me down. I think that's where my life is going to stop being exciting. That's when my life is going to come to a halt. When in reality, in actuality, I think a good relationship that is actually bringing value into your life, that is when the journey should really start getting going. Have an exciting vision for what a relationship means. So for instance, for myself, I think that like I bring a lot of adventure into people's lives I bring a lot of excitement we're gonna be out doing stuff we're gonna be out traveling we're like this is what I see in my future with someone else But I go on dates with guys whenever I am talking to them I don't say like necessarily like this is what we're gonna do this is how I see my own future with my future partner is we're gonna be going on adventures we're gonna be living life to the fullest we're gonna be traveling together I want us to inspire each other like that is exciting for me think about what an exciting future looks like with a partner give them a little bit of a A sneak preview into what a life could look like with you just doing that gives them kind of a reassurance that life isn't going to just end and stop and come to a halt whenever they do get into a relationship make them want to be a part of your life like I'm not necessarily going into these states and saying like this is my life this is our life and this is what it looks like it's like This is what me and my partner and my future, this is what our life is gonna look like and I'm so excited for it. Regardless if you're on this journey with me or you are not on this journey with me, that is what I want for myself and being so assured about this is the life that I wanna live and come along for the ride or not, but I'm still gonna be good and content either way. That's number one. Number two, vulnerability. The reason I think this is so important is because I think nowadays, especially with coaching clients now, I think everyone kind of just wants to play the cool card. The cool girl is going to backfire because that's not usually your true self. And if it is, then that's fantastic. But here's an example of what I mean. You go on a date and you really enjoyed your time with this person and the next day or that night, whenever you can just say something along the lines of like, Hey, I I had a really great time with you. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed our time together. That little piece, you're showing so much vulnerability. One, you're not afraid to be the first person to express how you were feeling. And you're not afraid to be the first person to text. I think, that a lot of people get hung up like, oh, I think I'm going to wait for him to text me or I'm just going to play it cool. Play the card into being a little bit vulnerable. Showing a little bit of yourself because when you're showing like a little small piece about you that most people wouldn't kind of open up and show, don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about trauma dumping. I think that's completely different and in the past, I think I gave men such a safe space with me where I was open and was a really great listener on dates to where they felt like they can actually trauma dump their entire existence on me and it was super overwhelming i don't know i just think that something changed because it doesn't happen to me as much anymore no one wants to be your therapist especially in the very fucking beginning because now i feel the weight of my world Like, I have to hold this person up. I don't want to be your therapist. I don't want to be your coach. As partner, I want you to be my equal. You can share little parts of yourself without going too deep. Just opening up about your life, I think it's going to take you a lot further because people can feel like they relate to vulnerability. People can feel like they can be open because you're showing a little bit of yourself as well. And I think it's very much in your feminine to show a little piece, show your emotions, show that it's okay and this is a safe space that you can now take it or leave it. Number three. This one is going to come with a little disclaimer. I don't think that if you truly are not at peace with yourself, this is going to be a really hard one for you. So, first and foremost, try... And try again to find peace within yourself because if you are so dependent on another person for your soul existence if you are losing your mind whenever someone's not texting you if you are putting all of your happiness into one person another person's gonna feel that and run away very quickly be the guy's peace I think there's so many women out here nowadays that will put so much pressure on guys and trust me like I used to be this girl so putting pressure on guys to do what they want, ask them a thousand times to do something and like be nitpicky, be naggy. And that is the quickest way to make a guy run away. Men do not like being told what to do. So if you're telling a man what to do, I think there's certain ways that you can ask someone to do something without directly telling them to do something. Learning the difference between the two is going to set you so far apart. This happened a lot in like my past relationships where I would be like, why aren't you doing this? Or like, can you do this more? Or like, why aren't you doing this for me? You used to do this all the time. And I would nag at them like there was no tomorrow. They would continuously prove to me that they couldn't do that. I'm like, why is this so fucking hard? For you to comprehend i am directly asking you to do a specific thing and you are completely not acknowledging it and it's really because men don't like being told what to do so if you're telling a man what to do and he's not listening it's probably because you're asking the wrong way how you probably should be asking is like i love it when you do this saying it as a positive as opposed to why aren't you doing this is going to make the world of difference that's part of adding to his piece is that like not beating him up over everything that he's doing wrong when you are very understanding i think this this for me caught me by surprise because i didn't realize how bad it was a while ago i was talking to this guy and in the beginning he had to bail on a date because had a work situation come up and he's like i'm so sorry can we please reschedule like i have this work thing going on and i was like yeah absolutely no big deal just let me know when you're free like it's not the end of the world me being understanding about the situation they're like wow like thank you so much for being understanding like that makes them appreciate you so much more when you're like wow i can't believe you ghosted me like i can't believe you just bailed on the date like that like if you're coming for them that is the quickest way for them to be like this isn't gonna work because realistically like no one wants to feel like Guilty or bad that they're bailing on you. So if you're understanding about the reasoning and especially with work situations You're being hard on them about work I just feel like that is the quickest way for them to not respect you in my past Being so hard about like why are you working all the time? What are you why are you, you know, like just nagging them about work really put a drain on the relationship? because what I didn't understand was how important their work was to them and how important, you know, being financially stable and being a provider was to them. Putting that focus on their life, that is their priority. I really have this on my hinge and I fully, fully, fully believe this. This gets so much action on my hinge profile i'm gonna put you guys on i'm put this on there because i truly do mean this if you don't mean this please don't add this to, to your profile because it just it wouldn't make any sense it just you're pretending to be something that you're not but i will say that like a lot of a lot of men appreciate the fuck out of this anyway it says if we're dating i want to be your second priority i want your first priority to be you your ambitions your life and your future because my priority right now is me and mine Finding happiness and security alone is crucial to finding it together. And like what I'm telling you that probably gets the most likes because I want someone to know that now in this part, point in my life, I'm not going to be nagging you at work, like while you're working. I want you to focus on your things. I'm so focused on building my own life, building my own empire. And then when we come together, we can both be excited about like what it is that we're doing for ourselves and also be there to support each other and truthfully I would have never put that on my profile years ago when I wanted someone to focus on me so bad very much because I was not secure in myself because I I felt like I didn't have very much purpose in my life prior to so I wanted them to focus on me because I needed a distraction I needed to take time away but have your own life have your own goals have your own um things that you love to do because if you don't have your life you're going to depend so much more on someone else's happiness than anything else so that's my biggest tip of advice is to be their piece you don't have to be with them all the time and if you do feel like you have to be with them around them or hearing from them all the time take a deep look at why you feel that way why you feel so attached to this person why what is it that they're really doing for you because mo- nine times out of ten you really are probably just attached And that is not the same thing as love. Attachment is not love. Okay. When guys are healed and when they're actually like truly looking for a meaningful relationship, they're going to run at the first time sign that they feel like they cannot find peace. They're going to be very quick to catch on to those the small things so I think what a lot of people don't realize too and this really kind of sticks with me a lot the good people that come into your life the wholesome the would do anything for you the ride or dies the nice ass kind people that would literally add so much for your life and just be a good person for you in your life when you're not ready for that and you turn your back on them you kind of realize really quickly that you know I'm walking away because something in me I'm not walking away because they're a bad person that they would cheat, lie, steal, whatever. They're just an awful person. I'm not walking away because of them. I'm walking away because of me and that's making me reflect on myself and what's wrong with me that I feel like I don't deserve this good person in my life. I always think about this out of all of the guys that i have left because just like weren't good for me or they just like ghosted me or like treated me bad. I have always moved with very genuine intentions and I have cared for and felt very nurturing like for people and I've given them a very safe space and to just like talk to me comfortably. So when they leave, I wholeheartedly know that they probably still think about me and like not in a cocky way, but I genuinely know that I'm a good person so for you to walk away i really truly hope that you have done the reflection on yourself think like why didn't i deserve this kind of person when you're walking away you know that it wasn't me that at the end of the day brings me peace (laughs) when you are bringing drama and bringing chaos into someone's life they didn't lose without you they're probably gaining a lot more than you could even imagine but if you're bringing them peace they're gonna question like what why is it that I I couldn't see a future with this person? Why is it that I didn't feel like I deserved this person? Why isn't it that I feel like I keep bringing myself back to that person because it's like, what went wrong? What was that missing? What was I missing in that situation? So thinking about it like that, I never regret any experience because I am always moving with like very pure intentions when I'm like looking for relationships out of people. That is the last thing I'll say on about the peace part. Um, number five, and this is actually the final one. I don't know why I said six, but five things. Being like a support system. I don't, I could not tell you how much i was surprised by saying small things that like really make a huge impact so for instance i will always ask guys like their goals and like what it is, how what do you see for yourself not only am i like gauging if i can really like see myself with this person in the future do our goals align but i'm also Allowing them to talk about themselves and what's important to them. I know how I can support them Asking them about their their days and like I think it's just really hard for a lot of guys to even bring up this stuff I'm always asking like the people that I'm talking to like oh like tell me about your project that you're working on Like I want to know about it. They're typically very excited to talk about those things and because again a guy is fulfilled when he knows who he is, what he does, and how much money he makes. So if you're asking him about those things in his life, he will probably feel very supported and appreciated in those senses. So being the support system for them and then also being proud of them. I, I cannot even fucking wrap my brain around how much this has an impact. On men is saying like how proud you are of them I don't think people get that enough I genuinely am NOT saying this just like as a manipulative tactic but if someone truly is going after the things that they want and they are pouring their heart and souls into something I'm fucking proud of you and this let this be the moment to where I say that I'm proud of you if you are working towards anything that's important to you whenever I'm talking to someone and they're bringing up like what they're doing work and whatever and i'm like wow that's like super fucking cool how do i be a part of it how do i support you how can i be a support system for you and then also saying like i'm so proud of you for doing this like this is so cool like this is a really cool project you're working on how can i be a part of it this will show you show them so much about the kind of person that they would have in their life is being able to be that support system for someone that's typically what men are fucking looking for giving him a safe space to really just talk about whatever is on his mind instead of i really truly think that this when i learned this part my relationships started transforming it's not reacting immediately towards what it is that's going on like if they say something that's bothering them that i'm doing or that's in the relationship dynamic that they're not happy about, I don't automatically jump into defense mode. I wanna hear them, I wanna listen, I wanna see what it is, see if it's something that I can fix that's reasonable. You know what I mean? There's There's things that are like way out of line that I would never even tolerate or accept, but that's why boundaries are important, okay? But giving them a safe space to open up. I think that's huge, so important men should be able to express how they feel. There's this TikTok that I found where this girl was talking about how her career was meeting up with guys as an emotional support system. Married men, asking them to meet up at hotels, not to hook up with them, but to literally talk about their feelings. And that just like, wowed me that like we are not doing this enough for men but having that safe space for your man to open up and just be himself open up about anything that he wants so key i also do think a lot of men not all men but i do think a lot of men need space to really process things so sometimes being a support system just means that I love you enough to give you that space that you need to work on whatever it is that you're working on to figure out whatever it is that you need to process or focus on. Giving them that instead of giving them that and then being resentful towards that is so huge. Will set you aside from literally anything. These are wifey ass qualities that you can implement. If any one of these five things trigger you. Take a deep look. These are truly things that, in the past for me, were not that easy to do. And it was truly because I was not secure and safe within myself. If you're hopping into a relationship before you feel safe with yourself, you're going to pick the wrong partner. When you pick the wrong partner, you live a very miserable life. When people say that being in a relationship where you feel alone is so much more lonely than actually being alone. I can promise you, I can assure you that that cannot be more true. This is so important. So find security first. Keep in mind that you cannot convince anyone to tie you down, to lock it down, to secure the bag, to make you their wife. You cannot force anyone to do anything because as soon as a man feels forced, and I have asked a lot of married men or are either divorced, not happy in their marriage, why they got married, and if they knew that that person was for them. And I can tell you right now that they're more than likely, their response has been there was an ultimatum and she kind of pressured me into getting into a relationship. She pressured me into a marriage and I, myself, my very first boyfriend, actually both of my boyfriends, I kind of pressured them into getting into a relationship and they did it because they felt like... I'm either going to do that or I'm going to lose her. And so we spent years together where we were both very miserable. So keep in mind that you cannot force anyone to live the life that you want with you. But I can assure you that there are people that want the same things as you. So stop focusing so much on people that do not want the same things. Focus on yourself. The right person will come along. I promise you. Have faith. Stay strong. You got this. And that is it for this week's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, if you got any value from this episode, please hit that thumbs up, leave a comment. I love hearing from you guys. And then also if you wanted to look into coaching, please, please hit the link in my bio. While I'm at my parents' place, it's kind of hard for me to schedule out meetings with people. So likely I'll be doing like single podcast episodes until I move into my new spot. Um, there may be an occasional one or two that pops up, but for right now I'm doing solo podcasts. That is it. And I will see you all next Tuesday. Thanks so much for watching.